Awesome, awesome, awesome. Freddie back. Freddie, what's going on, bud? How are you, man? Doing great, Mark. Doing great. Well, now I am. Me, me and Freddie are friends outside of this, and, and we talk quite a bit. We've had some interactions. So he's going to be looking at me real funny here on YouTube because he knows I know the answer to some of these questions, but I'm trying to entertain the people out there in the chat box and in the podcast world. So bear with me, Freddie, all right? All righty. All right, Freddie. Oh, look at this. Muskrat says FOA loves kids. We'll get into that definitely. Where are you from, Freddie? Well, originally and still live here in South Carolina. I've never been to South Carolina, but I think I'd like it there. You probably would. It's nice and nice and warm for most of the year. You know, I think yes, today we 62 or 63 degrees. I think tonight we're getting down to 45, 46. It's not that bad here tonight. It's 39 degrees end of November. We it could be worse. We've already had ice on all the ponds and even on some of the river backwaters and stuff, so I can't complain. Everything's melted back down. I'm going fishing tomorrow. I'm looking looking forward to that. Hold on. We got a question from the Weekend Angler, Josh. Question from Freddie. Is it really fun to stay at the YMCA, or is it just for, for a show? It's always fun to stay at the YMCA. There you go. You used to be a DJ, weren't you, Freddie? I can tell I was I was back in my younger days when I could move. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about your background in fishing. How'd you get started? What what drives your passion? Well, you know, being from the south here, you know, that's one of the things we did growing up. My grandma actually taught me how to fish when I was two and a half, three years old. She had three little small ponds and you know, fish for whatever we could catch. And then I went to the Navy, come out the Navy and you know, kind of lost touch with the fishing a little bit but got out the navy and found this wonderful youtube community of the catfishing and a buddy of mine you're a friend of his too james smith patriot catfishers uh he got me kind of got me hooked back into it me and him are both gold prospecting buddies and he started cat getting into catfishing and i kind of rode his coattail in and started getting into it and since since i've hung out with him and met this community it's just it, it's hooked me you know i i rarely fish for anything other than catfish occasional uh bluegill or or some crappie or something but my main target lately has been nothing but catfish and how you liking that oh i love it that's all i can say i love it you know it's it, it it's it's great you see you whether it be a one pound channel cat or in my case of 50 pound blue uh the fight to me is exciting either way each one of the type of catfish fights a different way and every bite is exciting regardless the size of it we got people already talking some river versus river smack in the chat so we'll, we'll get to it fellas <laughs> we'll get to it <laughs> danny point taken too uh sorry about those list on a podcast i just got to address some of this stuff actually let's do this kmb angler says for, for question for freddie how did it feel to be on the winning team this weekend well we gotta gotta give our podcast people what it was about we have a river versus river battle going on and i was part of the mighty mini cooper river here in south carolina and we took on the super amazing ohio river uh which we uh did a little smackdown on them. We we took them to the shed and sent them home packing. So 
the little the, the smallest river in this tournament moves on over one of the longest rivers in this tournament. So it was it was cr- quite awesome. Wow. I should say. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let's 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 take a step back just so people know. This is a river versus river tournament that's being hosted by Brian B over at Brian B Catfishing. He's having it on multiple people's channels and stuff. It's pretty a cool event. And we'll we'll go back to the, the, the what was it the first one? It was the Mississippi versus the James, right? Was that the no, first one? The Potomac. The, the Potomac P- versus the Mississippi. Potomac versus the, Miss- the Mississippi. That was a bloodbath. I don't know how else to explain it. Sorry, all my Mississippi fans out there and everybody in chat, but they were having a hard time with the water being real low. Um, and I've heard all sorts of other reasons that the guys were giving me, but the Potomac crew just kind of dominated and really uh, uh, took over that event. And then the next one was? That was the, the James versus the Tennessee. James versus the Tennessee, where uh, Bobcat won that. I mean, the Tennessee won that, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then this week, it was the Cooper versus the Ohio River, and you were on the Cooper River team, correct? Yes, sir. You know, we, we, had, a, we had a good little group. Uh, it's four boats per team, and two of our four boats, had only been on that water once or twice. So fresh waters for a couple of us down there. So it, it made it a little challenging. Well, you were, uh, you had a pretty good Joey and you were on your Joey's boat actually, weren't you? Oh yeah. That, that made it a lot better. He knew, he knew the river a whole lot better than me. However, I got to point out, even though he knows the river, I picked the spots we were fishing. Uh, and it was based off of just looking at Navionics and the one or two times I'd been on it prior to that. And, and marked a couple spots I wanted to fish, and we fished two of those. We fished five hours and only hit two spots, but we had enough out of those two spots to get the when biggest I was bag. Watching, I could tell the excitement from you, Freddie. When I when I was watching, I saw you. Somebody said fish on. I saw you get up out of that chair so darn quick and set that circle hook. I was like, oh, and did Freddie just set a circle hook? Yeah, that was like the third fish, not – and what y'all did, what the people didn't see is when we got it in the net, the hook come out. It was whisker hook because I did set a circle hook, which you're not supposed to do. <laughs> so I about ripped it out of his mouth. That'll happen. You get excited. I even find myself doing that. If anybody calls me out on that, I'll deny it. That's no lie. That's definitely no lie. Well, that's how it's thorough. Those are always fun to, to watch. So uh, what's the next matchup? Well, round one is over, so your your winners from round one, which are uh, the Tennessee River, the Potomac River, and the Cooper River move on, and the most weight out of the losers moves on with us to make the top four, which would be the James River. And so the second round is going to be a rematch of the first round with the James taking on the Tennessee, and then the second match is going to be the mighty Potomac versus the little Cooper. So we're going to take the smallest river and try to go against one of the powerhouse rivers again. Do you think you got what it takes? I do. If our, if, if our river is on, uh, we should be able to keep up with them. Not a problem. You know, the Ohio had a bad weekend. Uh, they were fighting fog for the first couple hours and, Oh, did it, I lose you, Freddie? I, I lost you for a second, Freddie. Oh, well, I'm, I'm back. Hopefully, my internet hangs on. 
We've been having a little bit of crazy internet issues. I don't know why we ain't got no bad weather, but yeah. So I'm hoping the little the little Cooper can hang hang in there with the the mighty Potomac. That'll be a, an upset if it happens. So good luck to you guys over there on the Cooper. Who's all on the Cooper team? Well, that uh, first off, we'd have to our team captain would be Mr. Palmetto Cat Kevin. Uh, so he's got his boat, and uh, this past weekend he didn't have a joy. Uh, our second boat was uh, Kevin Camby Anglers, and uh, our buddy Bill was his joey, so they they were on one boat. Then we had Jimmy Smith, uh, former Santee Drifters. He was on his boat by himself, and then you had me as the fourth boat uh, with my uh, joey slash partner, Jeremy's Tournament Cat. So Jeremy's a competitor. He does a lot of – uh tournament fishing so you picked you like i said you you picked really well when you had him on your when you were on his boat i should say but when you had him on your team and and muskrat just saying that december 17th which happens to be my birthday it's the james river versus the tennessee river on muskrat adventures cool uh and danny stone's birthday is today happy birthday danny stone thanks for coming in i'd be doing something else if it was my birthday i want to be hanging out with with us two bozos on here so and Justin's fishing fetish just came in. Yeah, the tournament stuff's pretty cool. Uh, that that kind of leads me to talk to you a little bit about you've taken a part in some of my tournaments, right? Namely, let's let's talk about the size matters crappie tournament. How'd you did you have fun in that one? That's one oh, that I plan on having every year. It was a blast, you know. Like I said, I've been targeting catfish, so changing over to target a smaller species like crappie. See, I said it for you, Betty. Crappie, not crappy. So well. <laughs> uh was interesting you know i went out a couple days prior just to try to find fish for one but uh it was exciting you know those little fish can fight <laughs> and they taste good too oh they're great tasting not the hardest luckily, fish. luckily i ended up winning that one you know it, you it did was a good you even made your own trophy, which I appreciate. Freddie does uh, uh, a lot of wood burnings and carvings, which he's been doing a lot of. And and Freddie sent me a whole whole set of them right behind me. If you're watching on the video podcast, um, is is my 23 and a half pounder, Chad, uh, that Freddie sent me to uh, um, commemorate my PB channel cat. I was real happy to get that from Freddie. Um, and and also he had made one for winning the size matters tournament for himself i'm gonna have him take care of me next year guys so we'll have some trophies that way and uh that was a fun one that was a one-day event it was kind of like one and done and and you pulled it off and, and you had some pretty good competition in that too so hopefully we'll get that to grow next year but since you did win you're going to be grandfathered in next year so hopefully you'll have that we'll have to talk and see when you uh when it's available we're going to try and get it on the spring spawn make it real interesting that would be good i see fishing with squirrel in there i'm pretty sure he's gonna <laughs> he's already saying you're going down next year freddie yeah he, he almost caught me right there at the end he, he got on quite a few of them right there close to the end he was down by i think four or five fish and like within the last 30 minutes he was down by i think one i think he, he only lost to me by one or two so Hey, Dawson's no joke when it comes to crappie fishing. He 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 loves it probably. Well, I'm pretty sure he loves it more than me, and I love it a lot. So, um, you also got a chance to go in the March Madness one versus one this year, which is kind of like the flagship event and and the 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 pretty much the cornerstone of my channel here on youtube uh i kind of proud myself in the in the 1v1 being born here of course you know chad did the the online tournaments prior to that as far as the catfish family goes 
Uh, but I do like which, which that video that we played before we started the podcast, uh, was technically the very first one versus one where I got my butt handed to me by James Dockery there. I said it, James, he's happy when I say it. So we'll have to say that out there. So then we went and we had a couple of them. We had the survivor series, which Creole won the first one. And then we did March madness, which was the last one we did in March weather made it quite a, quite the task. It was rough. We had to reschedule a kind of a few days, but for those of you who are unfamiliar with that, it, it's a multi-day event where it's like a bracket tournament. You move on, uh, you get to call out the members left in the pool and the one versus one contestants, and each pair get to make up their own rules for the most part outside of the other rules. And you made it all the way to the end, didn't you, Freddie? I did. I ended up with that silver medal, that second place. It's something that some of us are really familiar with, Stan, right? Stan's kind of prides himself on always coming in second. That's a, that's a good place to be. It's better than being last, that's for sure. So how did it feel to go up against the bus driver Creole himself? It was fun. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm hoping to get a, another chance to go at him this, in the next one. Cause, uh, I, I caught a, I got some fish, but I didn't catch what I needed to. I think, uh, I think I got some different waters to fish the next time. I, I, it'll be a different story. I'll just say really? that. Uh, are you going to like, you're going to reach out to some friends, maybe go fishing with them for it? Well, I'm hoping to have a, a little bit bigger boat by by the next one. Pontoon Jody says, if there is one thing I would change, it would be Freddie had an adult-sized cowboy head on inside of a kid's size. Oh, it is nice. adult, Jody. My, my sister, Betty Jean, just came in. She's making explanations and chat by why she's right. I understand, Betty. I understand. Josh, the Weekend Angler, just showed up, too. Josh has a bunch of tournaments on his channel. Make sure you check out the Weekend Angler as well here on YouTube. So, You made it all the way to the end, and how did it feel to go up against the big gun, the bus driver, the, 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 the Creole madman? How was that? Were you intimidated? A little bit. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say I wasn't. I was. You know, he he fishes on the mighty Mississippi and some of its uh, other offset rivers, the Apachalaya and whatever else you want to call it. What Bonpache River? I'm not quite yeah. sure how to say that. All, all those weird named Louisiana rivers down there. So, and, and he's caught a lot of big fish. And me being kind of new to the sport, I haven't caught many big fish. So. It was definitely a little nerve-wracking, but hanging in with him for the most part the whole day, it made me feel a lot better. Got me more confident anyway. That water must be that water must be coming up uh, on the Mississippi because he did well this weekend. Well, he wasn't on the Mississippi this weekend. He was on the Apachalaya, or how are you going to say it? That's pretty much that breaks off from this. If he, if what he he's the way he's explained it to me, I could be wrong. So a Chafalaya, I believe it said that's what it is. Have to forgive me, folks. In podcast land, I'm just a city boy from outside of Chicago, which Chad doesn't let me live down. So tell me a little bit about your online stuff. How's your channel going? What do you got going on there? Well, you know, it's been kind of a off year as far as doing lives and a lot of videos because I kind of 
switch focus to a couple of things, like you said earlier, my wood burnings and things like that. Oh, that's uh, uh, I wanted, but so I'm hoping to hoping to start doing a little bit more of that next year and get a little more content out, uh, both on YouTube and on the TikTok side. I, I hit a thousand subscribers over on TikTok a couple weeks ago, so I want to show a little bit of love on both the YouTube and the TikTok side, you know. And you, I, I, I put your YouTube link in the description. What, what's your uh, TikTok uh, handle? It's a, uh, I, I believe it's just Freddy's Outdoors. I couldn't get the whole part in there, so. And on YouTube, it's Freddy's Outdoor Adventures. Make sure you check them out. Hey, before we go any further, I got to make sure I shout out uh, the channel sponsors and support. I want to thank Fishbrain for for their sponsorship. I also want to thank um, Uncle Loose Tackle. I want to thank. Uh, Colton over at Multibar. I want to thank J JT and Jimmy Forbes over at Port Barrington Marina. And last but not least, I want to thank Matthew over at Amped Outdoors. Without them, uh, the show would not be possible. You guys are great. I appreciate you. So thank you again, everybody. Thank you to all the channel members as well, because I see Betty is a channel supporter, a Catfish and Crappie crew member for 19 months now. Thanks, sis. I appreciate it. And it looks like, uh, oh, yeah, I did that. I, I I timed out Pontoon Jody <laughs> in your defense. And also, I think she's been drinking. I don't know if she should be typing and drinking at the same time. She's been on a roll tonight. She has. She's definitely out of her way. <laughs> so what have you been doing on the TikTok side? Are you doing any lives there yet? Haven't done a live. Like I said, I just hit a thousand. <clears throat> so I'll, I'll, I'm trying to work some time in to do a, do a YouTube live in the next week or two and then also get me a my very first tiktok live hopefully <clears throat> yeah my very first tiktok live i mean I, well very first fishing tiktok live those who know know about the other ones which i'm kind of embarrassed of it's another long story um and i want to thank the people that were watching that paid my bar tab that, that night that was a good time that was a lot of fun um, I got a one-week ban over there for some ridiculous reason. I don't know why. So be careful when you're on TikTok Live or what you say. I don't even know what I said. I went back, watched the replay. I couldn't tell. I think I just had some haters come in and uh, uh, report me for something. Anyways, it happens. Definitely yeah. happens. And then that catfish, Karen, I had some problems with him on there too, but that's another story. We know who we're talking about, people in chat, don't we? Look at that. <laughs> Look at this. It's already, it's, I think that one's living in infamy. I got people in chat saying like Betty saying, what about the very first TikTok live? Yeah. Danny Stone apparently was watching it too. I think Brian B was there too. He was getting a kick out of it. You know, they, they, I'm not going to say that nobody needs to know any of that other stuff. It's always embarrassing. So, you know what I'm really interested in? Uh, Freddie is that boat of yours. I kind of was around when you first got that boat. And uh, I watched you uh, kind of rework that boat. Let, where, where'd you get that boat? Well, you know, being new to the community and not having a boat, uh, fellow YouTuber, Lee Evans, uh, upgraded his boat and had that one sitting around and uh, actually gave it to me as a gift, uh, which, you know, that, that right there alone means a lot to me. Uh, and, and the motor on it and the trolling motor and the big motor that was on it, the five horse, uh, J-Dog was going fishing, had put on it, and he gave those to me as well. So I, 
I got a free boat and a free trolling motor and a free regular motor. I just had to drive out to Kentucky and get it and got it back. It needed some work, so I had to do some work on it. So what size is that boat? It's a 15-foot, one-inch total length. Okay, and you had that five-horsepower motor on there, and you were a competitor in that little boat, which is why it tickles me to death to talk to you about it because you got people like me that want to get live scope and have everything known to man, and, and then somebody comes along like you and outfishes them. We got, some, we got a couple of guys out here on the Fox River, got a little, like, 36-inch wide John boat, and them guys are always hauling in big old flatheads hard to keep mm -hmm. up with them kids but it, it goes to show you that it's i guess it's not the size of the it's not the size of the dog in the fight it's the size of the fight in the dog right yep and creole says and thus the freddy express was born so what are some of the things that you did to that boat since you got well, it well first thing we did was we it was that uh, metallic blue coloring and really didn't care for that color too much. So we painted the hole underneath uh, a, a jet black. And then on, on the top, we painted it purple being that that's my wife and my favorite color. So the top of it's purple. Then we actually uh, had a soft spot in it. So we ripped up the floor and found some bad water damage in, in the wood. So we ripped the whole interior out, uh, refoamed the whole thing because the foam had been, soaking wet so refoamed it refloored it put new carpet in it and uh that that alone took a couple hundred pounds off it so it sits about six inches higher out the water than it used to and then uh i i made a a, a rod rack off the back a hand a handmade rod rack it worked pretty well and then last but not least before i upgraded every the motor and stuff we, we put lights all the way down the side yeah you sure did didn't you We've got blue, I mean purple, we've got yellow, we've got orange, we've got red, so, and blue. So we've got five different colors running down the side of that boat. Now, if I flip them all on, it looks like a, a UFO going across the water. For Jody with the with the $1.99 $1 Super Chat, she says, nice, nice hat, Freddie. I guess she's back. I'm telling you, I think she was drinking tonight. The people in chat are drinking. She was saying all those things about chat. Somebody told me that she's going to be the, the new co-host on the bait shop. You know, there is a rumor going around about that, that, that I might have lost my job after I put a whooping on Chad in Ohio this past weekend that I might have lost my co-hosting job. So we'll talk about the bait shop a little bit in a second. So yeah, I remember when you were putting the new floor in that boat, I was thinking to myself, that's a big job, but you had it done fairly quick. How long did it take you to pull all that, old, all that flooring up, pull all the, the flotation out of it and replace all of that stuff. Uh, it took about a day and a half to rip it all out. Cause that foam, as you, as you know, it's glued into that fiberglass. So it was a lot of scraping and elbows into that. And, uh, putting it back together didn't take take much time at all, but to getting it out. So all in all, it took about a week to get it all ripped out and re re refoamed and refloored. So that was pretty impressive to say the least. So and you also didn't you line it also with the Linex stuff too? The yeah, we, used, uh, stuff? we we once we got it all all the old foam out, we got it all the way down to the fiberglass hole, and we rhino lined it all. 
uh, and then actually put some 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 board studs across the side, across through the middle of it, just to give it some more stability. Then we refoamed it, rhino lined on top of that foam, and then uh, rhino lined the uh, the plywood, and then put the carpet on top. So, man, you it, know, it I would last. Yeah, that rhino liner. I was worried that that stuff supposed quote unquote weighs a lot, but you proved me wrong. Cause I know that boat. You like you were saying sits like six inches higher than it was before that, right? Yeah. Apparently, water weighs a lot more than rhino liner. I guess I was wrong there. Didn't think that went through. We got people out there. Melissa is sharing out your link. We appreciate it. I want to remind everybody to check out Freddy's Outdoor Adventures. If you're not subbed to him, uh, just look him up on YouTube. Link's down in the description. Uh, link's being posted out here in chat. So <laughs> They're all talking about Lee Evans and, and what he might have done to that boat before you got it. We're not going to get into all of that, fellas. <laughs> wow. We'll just say that's one of the reasons the carpet got changed out. <laughs> there you go. Probably a safe bet. Would you make your rod rack out of? Well, it's a uh, Harbor Freight uh, roller stands for wood. Is the main main beams on the side, and then uh, a cross beam across uh, across the back of it's actually a bed frame railing that I cut the ends off of and and welded to it. So yeah, because it looks pretty good. You that little boat of yours, you get a lot of rods running at the same time, don't you? I usually run eight to ten off the back and back side of it, and then I can run another or not run another eight off the front if I want. So I can run sixteen. I got sixteen rod holders on that little bitty boat. How do you not get a line all caught up when you cast off of that thing? It's like it's like everywhere you turn, there's a rod rat or a, a rod holder. It, it it's a chess game. We'll just say it's a chess I, game. I, I can get a imagine. Game. I think I run four on mine, I think, and I got two in the front, and I'm always getting hooked up that way. There's no way I could ever do that. I'd be throwing I'd be throwing gear into the river like Chadwick if that was the case. I'd always be getting snagged up. I was kind of looking at Chad here real quick. And the lights, you said, how many batteries you need to run all them lights on that UFO you call a boat? Well, it depends on if I'm going to be out all night. I usually got, I've got the little small 12 volt, uh, eight MAH little square batteries that, uh, you run your power wheels or whatnot off of. And usually two of those will last me all night. So about four. Are, are they like hours. the, like ice fishing batteries, those types? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They run the, the kind for ice fishing or like your trail cams for deer hunting. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I know it lights up pretty good. So, and you, 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 you also said you added the new motor that, what do you have on there now? Yeah, we went from a five horsepower Johnson to a 25 horsepower Johnson. So that's a big <laughs> kick going from five mile an hour up to about 15. So you'll actually get that up to 15. I thought you might be able to go a little quicker, but I guess that feels like a speed record after going five miles an hour. It does. Uh, you know, the, the old boat's a tri hull, so it's got that, that double v bottom basically so it it don't really cut through water it more plows through water so you're not going to get a whole lot more speed out of it unless i would have went to like a 40 horse or something like that but do, do, do you get on plane with that motor are you able to i do now i actually had to put a the uh stabilizers on the back of the actual motor uh the hydrofoil fins there we go what is that also called the whale tail they put right on the motor yeah Okay. I, I got the smallest set, uh, so they're only 
six six or eight inches wide, but it actually helps me get on plane in about 40 yards, 50 yards. I thought for a minute you were going to tell me you put trim tabs on that boat. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be great. Now, uh, I, I went from uh, the biggest change I put on it this past week was I went from, you know, old tiller style trolling motor to actually have a, a remote style trolling motor. So I'm not having to run from the front of the boat to the back of the boat when I'm dragging baits now. So that makes a difference, doesn't it? That It's like night and day. Well, I haven't used it yet. I got it installed, and then, then we went on JTC's boat for the tournament. So I'm 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 going to get it out one day this week to actually do some testing on it. And, uh, and oh, so you guys actually put it on Jeremy's boat for the tournament, huh? No, he's got his own. I, I oh, put it on my boat, and I drove my boat down just in case we needed it for the tournament. We didn't end up using it, so I still have yet to put it in the water with the new trolling motor. But I'm excited about that. The, those. T- when when I first got my my boat, I I had a pedal control. It came with a pedal, a foot pedal control trolling motor. I, I and and the first place I took that boat was an all electric lake, and it was me and my buddy and his two kids, and it was a nightmare. I kid you not. Two weeks later, I had an Altera on that boat. I had to beg and plead with the with the chief financial officer here at the house. I had to make all sorts of promises, including foot rubs and stuff. But we got it done, and I don't think I'd ever turn back. I might go with a Tarova next time, but I got no complaints about this, Altera. What'd you end up getting to put on the boat? Uh, well, you know, I didn't really want to go with the Minn Kota, you know, the big name brand just off the bat because it, you know, it's an older model boat, and I'm going to upgrade here soon. So we went with the the little off brand that Aquios Haswig. Still a good trolling motor. There's quite a few big name YouTubers that use it. Downside, it don't have spot lock, but it does everything else that, that the other ones do. And it, yeah, I think that's the one that Chris Flores runs, isn't it? Yeah, and and that's that's one of the reasons uh, I got it. Watching his videos and him doing some reviews yeah. on it, and I'd say just playing with it in the yard, it's wow. I think it's going to be more impressive than I think it is. Yeah, I, I think I remember a video of him when he got the first one and then he upgraded it to get like the spot lock and the remote control, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they've got a step up where it has a spot lock and all mm-hmm. that on it. Uh, but the I've got the lowest version of it, you know, just something to with that remote instead of having to hand, hand steer from the front watching rides in the back. So, well, <laughs> You're doing fine with what you got. I mean, you won the size matters. You came in second place in the the March Madness in, in that little boat. So I, I, I think it's treating you pretty well. It is, and it's caught quite a few big fish off of it too. So I'm I'm happy with it. Big fish. All right. I don't really talk too much about personal best and stuff, but I know some people like to tell us. Let's hear your personal best, Freddie. Oh, okay. Let's see. My blue was is now fifty two point six. Flathead is twenty five point seven, and Channel Cat is eighteen point four. Those are all pretty respectable fish. Congratulations! You got plaques for each one of those fish. I hope. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you you need you need to make you need to make them up for yourself, not just for everybody else. Well, I've got. I've got Nina's forty six on a on, that I've done hers, but I just I'm I'm waiting my my I'm waiting on my big big fish. I'm trying to hit that over eighty pound is what I'm wanting for a blue. 
is yeah I, you know i got a set well i got set weights in my head about when i'd go visit a taxidermist um and obviously you know i'd get replicas made um i i think a 30 pound channel cat will look good behind me uh, I think a 70 pound flathead would look good behind me. Um, I, I, I don't fish for blues enough, so I have no idea what, what, what size blue cat, but I, I, from the look of Luke Henge's hundred and something pounder, that takes up an awful lot of real estate on a wall. Ain't going to lie. Yeah. So, but who knows if I got something that big ever, if I ever get on that, uh, Missouri river with Lyle and I do hook in it fortunate enough to trip over a fish like that not claiming i'm an expert angler don't get all excited in chat if i trip over a fish like that i definitely would probably get a replica made i hear they ain't cheap though but maybe i'll just have freddie burn me a, a plaque the life-size plaque that might take a while well you you you, you it's kind of like a side business here's making those plaques right you've done a few for a lot of people in the community you've done some trophies and stuff right yeah i've I've made start, you know, I started out just doing some little knickknacks for people. And then it's, it's kind of turned into a, a side hustle, side business. And every year about this time, it gets really busy. I, I do uh, Christmas ornaments for trees with, you know, family photos and stuff. And that usually is my big ticket item. Well, it started about last week. I had a couple orders and it'll get busier for the next couple weeks with that. But, you know, it's it's something enjoyable. It keeps me busy, keeps my mind going. Uh, and it's it's fun, especially when it's a, a fish pitcher or, or a deer pitcher, you know, something like that where I'm it's personal for that person who caught it or, or, or got that animal. So it makes it it makes it makes me want to do my best job at getting it done. So it makes it look good for them. You you had made some uh, um I know you had made some uh, trophies for the kids tournament that was on Roger's channel, uh that I think uh, Josh's daughter won like all three classes of that right. If you yeah, Caitlin, Caitlin swept her category her her age bracket, so I've actually got to finish those up here to, by tomorrow, so I can get those in the mail to them. So what do they look like for the people who don't know? Why don't well, you give us a description and not just show them. Well, I'll show the people there and I'll describe it to our, our followers. It's your standard catfish cut out in a wood, little about a quarter inch piece of plywood. And then it'll have their names burned into it with, uh, in Caitlin's, in Caitlin's part, it'll have her name, what tournament it was, what the date it was, and then what category she won. So I, I've got to do three for her. <laughs> Yeah, and LG's bass is saying you also fabricated a weight stand for him to weigh big fish easily by himself. I remember seeing pictures of those. That's kind of cool. It's got like a tripod type deal, correct? Yeah, it's basically a just like your your deer skin and tripod. We just made it a little bit shorter so it'd be a little easier to grab your net and just hook it right on the scale, mm -hmm. get it a couple inches off the ground, make it easier. Yeah, Creole Catfish is asking, don't they charge like $100 an inch or something crazy like that? I guess he's talking about the, the replicas. I have no idea what they charge. I think it's something ridiculous. I don't know if it's that ridiculous, but, you know, it, it takes a lot of work and a lot of time to get something to look right. And, you know, if you get a good one, it's definitely worth it. I've seen some really, really good replicas, and I've seen a few really, really bad ones, to be honest with you, but we'll see my my neighbor here freddie his father's a taxidermist and he does great work but he's colorblind 
His wife's a great painter, so they do teamwork. So he said he'd take care of me. Be lucky on that. We got people asking me where I would mount that. Probably right behind me. I don't think the wife would let me put it in my bedroom so I can stare at it every night before I go to bed. I'd like to do that. I don't think she'd let that happen. So how about you, Freddie? Where would you put them if you got them? It would be uh, probably in the living room in the corner with my with my horn mounts from my big deer because that's about the only place they don't let me hang them in the house. You you do quite a bit of hunting too, right? Not yes, so much sir. this year. I know you've been busy. So what do you uh, like to hunt? I'm I'm a big deer hunter. Uh, I do like hunting turkey and squirrel as well. But my my main, you know, that's here. That's one of our main sources of food for the year. We we try to fill the freezer every fall slash early winter with deer meat, and that's pretty much the meat we eat ninety percent of the year. Yeah, what's your favorite thing to make with venison? Stew. Stew, okay. stew and chili are my two favorite. Yeah, I like chili. Chili's good stuff. Chili with a little bit of sour cream and some some cheddar cheese and some bacon crumbles on top. Don't get me started here. <laughs> All right, Jeremy's tournament cats is asking, Freddie, what's your PB on the Cooper River? Well, that would be from this past weekend, twenty two point nine eight pounds, which was the big fish of the day out of all the teams. Congratulations on that one, too. It's always cool to fish new water, especially if you're fishing it with somebody you know. Yeah, yeah we had a blast on the water. You know, that was mine and Jeremy's first time actually hanging out together. We, we, that's, but actually just hanging out on the boat, fishing and hanging out. It was, it was our first time and we had a blast. Did he bring you some Lunchables? No, we, we didn't really eat much. We were too, too, uh, too in-depth in fishing, I'll just say that. We we brought some drinks, you know, some Gatorades and waters. That was about it. We were just too concentrating on them fish trying to beat Ohio. Was he laser-focused? I didn't really, you know, when, when you, for everybody, again, for those listening, um, when you're watching the online tournaments, there's a bunch of people on screen. They own, they all have their own uh, uh, box, say, to, on screen, their own little window in there. So you don't get to watch any two competitors constantly, nonstop. Um, so I didn't get a chance to see how laser focused you and, uh, uh, Jeremy were, but was that the case? Do you, were you guys like out there for blood or what? Yeah, I'd say, well, until we got our third fish on the boat, we were, we were stressing out a bit. Once we hit that third fish, you were like, all right, we've got our bag limit. Cause it was a three fish way. So, uh, but we were definitely laser focused when we first started and the first fish we caught was that 22 nine and as soon as we got that one it was like ah skunk off the boat we can relax a little bit but we it I, that tournament was stressful i'll say that the last 30 minutes had had both of us stressed out because ohio they had a really tough bite we had a we had a so-so bite on the cooper but they had a really tough bite on ohio but they were still within i think 14 pounds at the end of it, 14 or 15 pounds behind us at the end of it. So that last 30 minutes watching that, listening to that clock and watching it go down was like biting your nails. Hurry up time. Go away. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you're in the lead. I've, uh, I've only fished in a couple of tournaments and I'll tell you right now, it was for me, it was, it was rough to be honest, which I was happy to get on the board and not come in last place. So I was grateful for all of that. Uh, but the guys that do it time after time after time, you got to be, 
you got to be made for that. You got to be looking for that competition constantly being tested. Because I, I know a lot of people that fish tournaments and they don't win every time. They don't win most of the time, you know, but they live for that, those few times that they win. And look at you, you, you've come in first and second in two of my tournaments. You're, you're, you're doing pretty good this year uh, with the Cooper, right? What else, what else were you in? Were you, were you in a couple other ones? Oh, uh, we had the couples tournament, which we were leading mm-hmm. for a little what, couple, a day or two there until there was a couple teams that kind of, I think we ended up finishing third in that. So between with me and Nina, so that wasn't a bad showing either. And then a few other little tournaments here and there. I don't even remember how many. I think I've been in almost every other tournament that's been in YouTube this year. <laughs> they're fun. They're, they're fun to watch. Um, uh, maybe I'll get more involved on some of them next year. So we'll see what happens. I got to uh, find that the the right tournaments. Um, I can't obviously can't get into a blue cat tournament. We don't, we don't have them here. Maybe if I start traveling, but that, that's another story, but yeah, I kind of, I feel a little sad. I don't get to compete in them as much as I'd like to, but it is what it is anyway. So um, I understand you're starting a rod company, Freddie. Yeah, that 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 would be correct, Mark. Uh, our, like I said, our wood burner started us off, but we decided to make it an actual company, and so officially we are FOA Customs and Gear LLC, and we're now a custom wood burning and fishing gear company. And our first f- piece of fishing gear is our five foot and six foot FOA double Y catfish rods. That's quite a mouthful. How'd you come up with that? That big long name, Freddy. Well, you know, FOA is just short for Freddy's Outdoor Adventures, and then uh, we went with the customs and gear for customs because of the wood burners and gear for fishing gear, of course. So uh, we had to kind of jumble it all together, and that's what we came up with. Well, you do some three D printing too, right? I do. Uh, that's kind of just for the fun on the side. You know, I'm, I've made some some what they call Freddy cats, some little three D printed flexible catfish that uh we gave away a whole bunch of those and then i've got some other little things in the works uh that may end up being part of the fishing gear uh assortment at one point uh but that's that that right now is just to the side up oh, freddie froze folks let's see if he comes uh, just- up oh, you're back freddie hold on you got a little bit of internet lag here that'll happen when you're doing these online I think you're back, bud. You back? Yep. I'm good now, I think. Are you going to um, turn that into other fishing products? You got any, You don't need to tell us exactly what you're doing, but do you have anything in the works to use to utilize those 3D printers to, to make some fishing stuff? Yeah, I've got a couple things I'm working on, some designs. Uh, I've got some uh, some more smart people than me on the computer that can help me design some different things I've got in my head. Uh, so we may end up turning a few products through 3D printing into the company as well. Very cool. I know you'd, you'd mentioned one in our conversation in a group chat somewhere, and I thought that was a pretty good idea. I think you should definitely pursue that. I think there's a, a, a place for that. So uh, you guys, if you haven't checked out Freddie, check out his YouTube channel. His link is in the description because I imagine you're going to be making announcements and stuff for your product there, right? Oh, yeah, most definitely. That's where we're going to have everything at on our Facebook page uh, because we're not big enough yet to have our own website. Eventually, Mm -hmm. maybe later on down the road, but for now, it's through our YouTube page, which is FOA Customs and Gear. You got to start somewhere, right, Freddie? That's right. 
Absolutely. Jeremy Turnmacad says, and by the way, FOA rods are very cool and will catch any fish in any water, in my opinion. He got to see it firsthand, and, and he caught actually two fish on the FOA rods this weekend, so he got to see them in action and actually use them. So, Well, the shorter rods, do you have them geared for any uh, anglers in particular? Uh, well, we designed them around two different two different groups. Our main focus was on our youth, our kids, which is you know near and dear to my heart uh, because that's the next generation. You got to teach them how to do it, and why not give them something that's easier for them to handle than a big rod, make them a shorter rod. So that was the main concept. And then the second group that we focused was with the kayak anglers uh, because the kayak anglers, it's hard to deal with a long rod from the kayak. So we, we thought about those two things, kind of combined those two ideas together and came up with the two rods we got. Yeah, what kind of colors are you running? Right now we're just doing old classic colors. Main body is white uh, with gray threading around the eyes. So, classic colors. I like them already. I uh, um, I like uh, I like a lot of the rods that are out there, but for some reason, me being the age I am, I, I stay with the standard stuff. Uh, that's just me in particular. Um, so so what's it like to 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 get something like this off the ground, Freddie? nerve-wracking i'll just say nerve-wracking and scary yeah can you give us some examples of what's what, what's so scary and nerve-wracking well when you take every bit of your life savings that you had saved up and dump it into an, an idea and not know if it's going to work uh it, it puts you on pins and needles <laughs> Well, I admire you for doing that. Capitalism is the way of this great country we live in. And if you don't take a risk, you're never going to get rewarded. Ain't that the truth? And that's the way me and the wife looked at it. She she knew I had the passion. And when I started designing them, she said, go for it. Go ahead and pull the money. Uh, and, you know, I only had enough for money for half of what the inventory I have and was looking for an investor and had one or two people to talk to me about it and kind of were iffy about it. And next thing I know, my wife actually takes out a loan on the side, not me even knowing it and becomes my sole investor in the company. So we were able to get uh, not 100 of each rod, but we've got 200 of each rod in stock because of that. And she's actually a nurse and she's working an extra shift every week to pay that loan back. So, you know, that tells you you got a good one there. You you ain't kidding me. And you and I are both lucky in that aspect, definitely. Um, I like I kid around. I call her my chief financial officer. Uh, she kind of manages all that stuff as well. But for her to go out of her way uh, to do something like Nina done, that's 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 we ain't worthy. Sometimes are we, Freddie? No, not at all. <laughs> I don't know how else to say that. Uh, so Creole Catfish, it says, my young son got his 33.4 personal bust on a FOA rod. The very first time we threw it out there. Way to go. See, yeah, you're Creole getting all sorts one of, of our wonderful testers of the rods. And like you said, it, they went out one day, first, first cast, and his son caught his PB on it, you know. So I, I can't wait to uh, uh, 
get a hold of one or use one in the spring. Unfortunately, right now with the lakes and, and rivers starting to freeze up, it'll have it'll have to wait till spring to do that. But I look forward to putting a big flathead on one of those rods. I think it'll be a good time. Definitely. I, I like using those those ice rods and stuff in open water, especially for channel cats. I don't see why that wouldn't be fun. So um so what what the design process how did that go how, how did you go about it you know i you know, looking at the big rods and then and i kind of took the idea between the big rod and and the small dock demon slash ice rods i was like i want something in between that so design went in my head i drew it down on paper uh and i got to give a shout out to uncle lou uh because he was he was one that helped me step by step going through the process and got me in contact with the company to help me and everything. But I sent him pictures of my design, told him what I wanted to do. He gave me feedback, helped me through that process. And so I've got to give a huge shout out to Uncle Lou uh, Lee. Uh, I couldn't, can't thank him enough because without him and his help on this, I wouldn't be nowhere where I'm at right now. Yeah. Lee's a good dude. He's uh, he's always giving, giving, giving back, you know, um and whenever you try to give him something in return he you need he doesn't like it <laughs> it's not in so many words but he's not looking for that so you know thank you uncle louis he, he helps out around here definitely too you know i gotta beg him well i'm not gonna get in all of that so i ain't gotta beg him for nothing is what i'm what i mean in not so many words so lee if you're listening thanks bud we appreciate you definitely Definitely, definitely. Check out his planer boards. Do you use his planer boards? I don't have a set. That's one thing I don't have that I'm going to get from him very soon. He works his fingers to the bones making them things because he gets so many orders. But I, I think I haven't used any that have pulled out so fast or hard yet. So Yeah, I've, I've seen them in action uh, by, by Chad and D and then Chris and Telly from Hooks and Hammocks. seen them in action, so I know I want some. But funny thing is, I've, I'm actually using crappie boards for catfishing. That's I've got smaller boards that I use right now. That's one thing I haven't done is trolled or used boards for crappie fishing. That's something I might want to try up here pretty soon. I live in Illinois, too. If I don't have anybody else in the boat, I can only have three rods out max. But I'd get me a little bit of a spread. Maybe we'll get on some fish, but i don't know i'd like to get two on each i'd like to get two lines on each side and two out the back and then we'd be good we'd have to get somebody to come with me if you're trolling in illinois for those of you listening i believe you can have up to three rods um if you're anchored you're supposedly only supposed to have two so that's pretty much the way it goes there's a little you know gray areas on that but i kind of try not to 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 go around it or try not to go that way so real catfishing again he says um the rods are the size and weight of an ugly stick but the backbone of an uncle lou's medium heavy yeah that's what i've been hearing everybody likes the backbone on those shorty rods yeah they're 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 tough little rods i i I can't be more impressed than the design and how they actually came out from the manufacturer i mean uh they to me i they came out better than what I had in my head. So I, I'm very happy with the way they are. Danny Stone says, I may have to break my own rule and name the new rod Freddie. Team Freddie and Betty. She likes short guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Jeremy's tournament cat saying, I'll be getting some of them boards like Freddie has. Uh, they are perfect when I want to try out. There you go. 
See, bigger always isn't better, unless it's in my case. <laughs> Jacob wants to go fishing. I'm sure we can make something happen, Jacob. Uh, thanks for coming in. So, how do these? How do people get in touch with you to get a, a, a rod or multiple rods from you, Freddie? Up, oh, I think he froze up again. Oh, they they can just if they've got Facebook up oh, in my back. Yep, yeah, you're you're back now. Oh no, now you're not back. Hold on. Had a notification pop up. It's messing me up. Oh, that's okay. Now you're back, Freddie. All right, good. They can if they've got Facebook, they can check us out at FOA Customs and Gear. It has the link to email us and message us that way. If if not, and they know they want some, they just email us straight at FOA Customs at Yahoo.com. Tell us what they're looking, what they're wanting, what they're needing. Uh, we'll email them back and forth and go from there. Cool. So you got rid of that other email that I adored? No, I still have. Yeah, I just kind of tried to get it away. From okay, we want to talk about that email address. It's always been a, a kind of a, <laughs> something we'd have a chuckle with here in, in the catfish community. So uh, what what else you got going on on your YouTube channel? You got any plans or are you going to be too busy selling rods, Freddie? Well, uh, like I said, hopefully come back springtime, we're going to start getting back into doing some lives and getting some video content. Oh, you broke up again. Oh, Jacob wants to know, can he message you on Instagram? He sure can. He's, he's got me on Instagram. Under my, I don't have a business Instagram. It's just my personal one. So, yeah, it's Jacob. Message me on Instagram. We can talk, bud. Get in touch with Freddie any way you can. And if you, you do have my old, if you do have my old email, which is I am Pooh Bear at Yahoo, you can contact <laughs> me that way as well. I think when I, that's what I got you under my contacts with. And that's what I'm going to keep you under as far as I'm concerned. So cool. Well, Freddie, I want I appreciate you coming on and spending your evening with us. I know you got some plans, uh, some family plans in the morning. So it was real good talking to you as always. I'm sure we'll be talking probably tomorrow. <laughs> Um, I want to thank everybody out there in podcast land for listening. I appreciate you. If you guys could hit the thumbs up on the way out of, out of the YouTube channel, I'd appreciate it. If you could give me a good review on Apple or on Spotify, I'd appreciate it even more. Uh, again, thank you to fish brain. Thank you to amped outdoors. Uncle Lou. Thank you very much. Thank you also to uh, Multibars, and thank you to Port Barrington Marina. You guys are awesome. Couldn't do this. Thanks to all the members out there in chat. You guys are great. Freddie, again, thank you. Everybody in chat, thank you. Have a great night. Peace. Go fishing, folks. <laughs>